Oh, good. I was waiting for the garbage truck, and now there's another loud truck driving by. Good times. Good times. It's life Great in the fallen world. That was a commercial for Oldies 94.3. I knew that because my mom listened to it when I was growing up. Good morning. <laughs> Can we talk any quieter or more pointlessly on this podcast? The more pointless I get, the quieter. It's a direct correlation. We are, we are good at pointless banter. and uh... it's, it's ASMR. Okay. We are, <laughs> we're moving forward. Uh, forward. We are still going to be in Luke 22 this week. Correct. Yes. Yes, and really, uh, for the next couple of weeks, uh, but you know, the it all kind of rolls together. And one of the things that right. we'll see is once again, uh, Luke is showing this this delineation between what appears to be something in our minds and what actually is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we've seen in the Last Supper Judas's betrayals. Uh, which is a big deal because that leads to the crucifixion. Right, pretty big deal. Um, and we have a tendency to think of Peter's betrayal as less of a big deal. And in a practical sense, the consequences are less. Him right. denying Jesus didn't lead to Jesus being crucified. Right. But on a personal level, in the relationship between him and Christ, betrayal's betrayal. Adultery is adultery. Right. And I think I mentioned this last week or the week before in the podcast. you got to think that these guys are just like family to him, just his closest right. friends. So that those kind of betrayals cut even deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I mean, just imagine, you know, you're in a high stress situation and, and maybe imagine, maybe it's easier for us to put ourselves to go back in time. It would be terrible for us now, but it's easier for us sometimes to look back at high school, college age, you know, when our emotions are higher anyway, and everything seems to be really high stakes, whether it is or not. It's not. <clears throat> yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the things that are are the things right. that we don't think are. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, you know, and then, you know, maybe you're the new kid in school or you're going through a particular stressful time and your friends that you love and count on, uh, you overhear them denying that they even know you. They right. don't want to be associated with right. you or, you know, that kind of thing. And it's that real stab in the back. It's the end of the world. It, well, it's terrible. Right. And, and even as adults, if, if that were to happen, right. we don't, you know, we don't find ourselves in those same kind of situations nobody wants perhaps to be as often. Talked about or disliked if, or whatever. If you hear somebody saying something that, that you trusted, that you counted on, they say something bad about you or they deny that they know you or, you know, they, you know, nowadays on social media is where you see a lot that of this happened dumb to, stuff. That happened to me in college. Oh, yeah? I was, I had two. This re- isn't a joke. No, this is a real story. No, this is a story time. I never know. It's a, well, I'm I'm okay with that. No, I uh, I had two roommates and then a really close friend who wasn't a roommate. And uh, both of my roommates were gone one day, and I was cleaning. And my, one of my roommates left her computer open, and they were talking mm. about me. And it wasn't fun. And I I mean, it's not a good. Th- it's because I didn't drink, and they were you know mad that I didn't go out. Yeah. But um, it wasn't fun. And uh, it kind of dissolved our friendship eventually, but it's it still hurt it's tough. very badly. How'd you respond to that? I just did you talked, confront them yeah, or did. did you run away? I did. No, I wanted to run away did and have some cake, but um, I, I did confront them about it. I assume you did have cake. I did have cake, probably salty cake because I was sobbing into <laughs> it. No, so I, I did talk to him about it, and I said, you know, I'm sorry you guys feel this way. I said I, I, I want to hang out with you. Can we do something besides? going to the club sure. four nights a week and they said oh yeah sure we didn't you know we didn't mean any of that, da, da, da. but they just but kept, never the they same, kept huh? going to the club four nights a week so the friendship just kind of 
dissolved, which is fine. I have no problem with them now. We're we're friends, quote unquote, on social media and things like that. And still not hanging out at the club. No, I'm no. not a big fan of the club unless it has little frilly toothpicks in it and comes with turkey and bacon. Ah, so. that's a win. <laughs> anyway, so that's beside the point. But it does happen, and it does hurt. And so you can only imagine what uh, Jesus, so, the ruler yeah. of everything. So on a personal level, I mean, and, and this is, I think, this is my speculation, and I, I think this is pretty consistent with the whole flow of what we're reading here. I think a big part of why we see these these two betrayals paralleled is because we so often tend to um, to grade our sin as you know some sin well, yeah, is horrible yeah. and other sin yeah that's not quite as yeah, bad. Yeah, because you know? Peter, I feel like you almost look at here with like oh, like almost like you feel bad for him because he's scared and he's whatever, and you can almost yeah. have some empathy for him. Right. Judas, nobody has empathy. <laughs> and you know, I don't know how far we're going to get in this uh, come Sunday as far as I may shorten some of this down uh, to focus in on, on a smaller portion of it. But um, but you look at the reaction of Jesus to Judas' betrayal. And, you know, Judas comes and he's still acting like a friend, right? Right. Just like your friends would have acted right, to your right, face right. like a friend. So when Judas comes and he says... They're not listening to this. <laughs> well, but, I mean, it's right. true for so many of us. I can say this about my own friendships, and I'm sure I've done it to other right, people. Right. You know, I don't recall having done that, but I'm sure that I did right. at, at some point. Without even... And even if I didn't intentionally do it, I think we a lot of times... Sometimes these, even more so. Yeah, we do these things where, you know... It, it comes across that way when right, it isn't. Right. Um, I was just joking with one, one of my best friends in high school just started coming to church. I haven't seen him in 30 years, just started coming to church recently. And uh, I was kind of kidding with him that, you know, he's one of two people that ever punched me in the face. So despite the fact that I look like I've been punched in the face right now, <laughs> there's only two people that have ever done that. Uh, and it, it, that's just sometimes those things happen in friendships, right. especially with guys. At least back then you could... You never know. You, know, no. you can you can punch your your guy friend in the face and your best friends, you know, right after that. And and it was cool. We were hanging out. I deserved it. Anyway, that's <laughs> not really relevant. Um, as we're as we see this, Judas is still acting like a friend, and Jesus says, "Are you really betraying the Son of Man with a kiss?" Now he already knew, right? But he he confronts it head on. And says, "Judas, really a kiss?" You know, it's kind of the et tu brute, right. you know, moment here. Uh, and then with Peter, in Luke's account in particular, I, I think it's very interesting um, where, did, uh, where did it go? Where Peter disowns Jesus in this is verse starting in verse 60, you know so the, the the last of his denials, Peter replied, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. verse 61 is a hammer. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. So Jesus is being, abused he's uh taken away uh we're told that the the soldiers are are striking him and insulting him and blaspheming against him and while he's in shackles presumably he's he's being, being arrested, held he's right. being taken away at the point of a sword peter's denying him and jesus makes eye contact with him can you imagine how that feels in that moment you, I mean, you've. This is essentially being caught in adultery. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you know, you're in this situation, and uh, and your spouse walks in and makes eye contact with you in this betrayal. 
There's nothing you can say. There, nothing you right. can do. It's absolutely. And he told you you were going to do it. Right. And you're like, not me. I'm good. Right. You don't, you know, Peter, I'm praying for you. When you've turned back, then strengthen your brothers. What? I'm, I'm with you to the end. I'm going to go all the way through this. You know, like we were joking around beforehand, ride or die. You know, right. I'm, I'm in here. And then Jesus says, uh, I'm going to tell you the False. truth. You're, you're going to deny me and you're going to do it three times. No way, not me. And here we are. And then it happens. And it happens again. And it happens again. Mm -hmm. And you don't get it until the rooster crows. Then you get it. And then you see him. And everything comes crashing down. And, and it, his response in verse 62 is he went outside and he wept bitterly. Different response than, than Judas. And we see that he right. doesn't leave. He doesn't take matters into his own hands. He doesn't kill himself. He doesn't give up on the mercy of, of God. But he is in a funk, a deep depression until after the resurrection. Mm -hmm. All the way through the rest of this, Peter is just done, wrecked. I think we're not wrecked enough by our sin. Mm. And we think, well, it wasn't what Judas did. It was just you know a little... Little sin, a baby dragon, right. you know. Or wasn't comparing really, your sin, well, my sin wasn't as bad as this. Not as bad sin. as right. that. Right. And uh, there, I posted on Facebook uh, a couple of days ago. Um, I don't know, maybe it was yesterday. I, I have no sense of time. Uh, Weeks. It was, it was a quote from Spurgeon. You probably saw it that, that did, said yeah. that that we have to divorce our sin mm -hmm. if there's to be any marriage to Christ. Mm -hmm. And some folks I liked it. responded uh, to that and and. Uh, it's true. And we sometimes in our, in our, we like to call it compassion for others. We want to, we want to show grace and we want to understand that God um, recognizes that we are but dust. He mm -hmm. knows our mm -hmm. weaknesses and that's good. And so that should move us to give grace to others. And that's wonderful. But a lot of times we use that as a cop-out. Yeah. So that rather than divorcing, or maybe we say that we've divorced our, our sin, but we're still sleeping with our ex. We got to stop that. We can't continue to go on taking adultery lightly. Granted, we all struggle. We all sin. But if we're not broken by it, if we're not feeling in our sin what Peter's feeling as he hears the rooster crow and the Lord looks him in the eye and he's broken, if we're not feeling that, then we haven't divorced our sin. We're trying to keep Jesus and the world as side chicks. Right. That, that's not how this works. Why are you side chick in the podcast? Yeah, so Whew. my sister will um, comment on that in about a month or so. What's a she, side chick? When she hears it in a month, <laughs> then she'll, she'll say something. She doesn't sound like that. I'm sorry, Heidi. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a clip of that to make a ringtone. <laughs> For her text message whenever she... Um, no, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, that's not to say... I'm sure it was brilliant. <laughs> False. That's not to say, and we're over time here, so I'll keep this quick, but that's not to say even that you will never sin again, because you will, and that's an impossible thing to avoid. But it's, and we've talked about this before, it's a change of heart and mind. Yes, that leads to a change in direction. Right, right. So I can't say that I'm divorcing my sin right. if I'm still sleeping with my ex, right. if I'm still going through this, if I'm still going back to it, wanting to be there. That's a big part right. of it. Sometimes we stumble and fall. And I guess this is, you know, we, we've talked about this previously when Jesus spoke of adultery in the heart. And, right. and I don't want to open up a whole new can of worms here, but just a thought for us to, to contemplate. When Jesus spoke of adultery in the heart, he was not equating that to the literal physical adultery right. that, that right. in a legal sense right. would lead to the dissolution of a marriage right. uh, uh, 
or, or could lead to that. Uh, it was not saying that everybody who commits adultery in their heart then has violated their vows in a legal sense and, and that's the end of it. Right. But you have still violated those vows. Right. And so, and as we've talked about a number of times, it's obvious he can't be talking about that or nobody would ever be married mm -hmm. because everybody deals with these internal failures that, that we mm -hmm. have to whatever extent. Mm -hmm. But some embrace it right. and some do not. And that's the difference for us. We have to break from our sin. We have to change our minds to where what, as James McDonald used to say, what used to rouse us now repulses us. Yeah, I was just saying, we, it hate, should, it, it we should, hate it. It needs to rip you apart like it did Peter. And sometimes, like any addict, we're addicted to sin, <laughs> right, right? So right. any addict sometimes struggles with wanting what they hate. Right. They don't really. Right. But the devil gets into their minds and convinces them, even though I know how this turns out, I know where this road goes, uh, again, to quote McDonald, all of a sudden I'm quoting McDonald. I haven't listened to McDonald I in said Madonna, months and, I was like, and months. Seldom quote Madonna, but not impossible. Uh, McDonald used to talk about there, there's a hole in that road. Why would you go down that road when you know where that's going to go? And yet we do. Mm -hmm. We don't have to, but mm -hmm. we do. And so just like you know, we see Peter and, and Judas here, they're both adulterous betrayals. Mm -hmm. We need to change our response. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. need to be broken. Both of them are broken. But one is broken toward repentance, right. and one is broken toward human worldly despair. Well, and there, there's clearly a lot to talk about here because we're <laughs> four minutes over. And I don't but even know if we got into the, I don't even the key think points we did, of the So I guess here, it's so. a good thing we have a half hour to talk about it next yeah. week. So uh, tune in for that, and be sure to listen on Sunday uh, to the sermon. We will hopefully have it posted here on the on the live stream, or not the live stream, the podcast uh, next week. Without Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Without technical difficulties. Yeah. Creek, crick. I say crick. As well you should. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone.